You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. And if you've read the title, you'll understand why I'm so excited. This is the premiere episode of Bloodsport Season 3. We've got something a little bit different for you this season. We're going to have even more competitors than before. We had 150 patrons apply to be on this series, and we've chosen from them 32 competitors from all over the world. Entering the arena, we're going to have people coming from the United States and Canada, UK, Europe, and Australia. Australia, all vying for the ultimate prize, the title of Bloodsport Champion. In tonight's episode, we're kicking things off in the heartland of America as four fierce fighters from the Midwest and north of the U.S. step into the ring. Kenya Zarns, Jay Borsum, Eric Walling, and Brian Peterson De La Cueva are all here to prove that they have what it takes to dominate the competition. Twelve questions is all it's going to take to decide who who goes down, and who goes on in this first round of eight episodes. All right, without further ado, we're going to take you right into the heat of battle. We have an action-packed event coming up between Kenya and Jay to start off our series. It's time for Bloodsport. And welcoming in our competitors from this inaugural episode, we uh, have first and foremost, very good friend of the show. I'm sure you're very familiar with her, uh, Hearing uh, many, many times now, uh, we have Jay Borsum uh, from Chicago, Illinois. Jay, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing all right. I think this is appearance number 11, which is insane. Get better players, seriously. Well, you know, uh, we stopped counting when we ran out of fingers because um, we're, we're very good at math here, as you know. But, but uh, you could start counting on your toes. And as anybody who knows me is aware count on your toes. <laughs> Neil, uh, as you know, will not do that. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Anything new and exciting since the last time we talked to you? Uh, that's a really good question. I think we talked last a little over a month ago. Uh, since then, still keeping things online on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage. It is courage. It is courage. It is pronounced courage, Neil. Um, also, the World Trivia Federation, that's at patreon.com slash liquid courage. It's, it's my love letter to things like Learned League and, and BP Trivia and all that. Uh, I do have a, a side project that's in development right now that I'm not super ready to talk about yet. Uh, but all I will say is stay tuned uh, to spaces like this in the near future. I love a good teaser, Neil. So... But I uh, appreciate you coming on again, Jay. Always a pleasure to see you. And uh, our other competitor, of course, you can't have a game without two. Uh, today, coming from Grand Forks, North Dakota, we have Kenya Zarns. How are you, Kenya? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. This is our first meeting today. Apparently, you've been on the show quite a few times, and I've never <laughs> had the pleasure. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and I'll pretend it's the first time. Oh, sure. So, um, yeah, you know, my name is Kenya Zarns. I live in Grand Forks, North Dakota. I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. So I moved from the third coldest state, um, third warmest state in the country to the second coldest, uh, second only to Alaska. And sometimes we're colder in the Alaska, parts of Alaska. Um, but I don't have any sort of business to plug. However, I'm going to brag about something, which is that um, I'm a member of Menza. Do not use this against me um, if my performance in this game is not stellar. But the reason and I mention it is because Menza has a trivia contest every year called Culture Quest, uh, where a number of teams compete to uh, answer. Uh, this year it was 200 questions in 90 minutes to see who comes out on top. And I had the pleasure with with the assistance of a committee of writing and chairing that quiz this year. That's so that awesome. Yeah, so that was just administered this past Sunday. And now we're in the process of reviewing and scoring and checking for any errors. Uh, so it's it's actually really cool. It's a really cool thing to see. Oh, and the one other thing, and then I won't run over my time, is that uh, I also had the, the There's pleasure. no music playing you off. You're good. <laughs> I also had the pleasure a couple weeks ago of being a judge at something called Mind Games, which if you're a board gamer, you might be familiar with uh, some of the game stamps that appear on board games like the Spill de Jar and uh, things like that. And Menza, my, and the Menza... Um, Menza has like, you know, their best five every year, their top five. So I got to be a judge and I had to play 30 games over the course of like two days um, and judge them and um, and then got to take a few of those games home as a reward. So anyway. That is super cool. Well, we're excited to have you on today. I uh, hope you do uh, well. And as is proof, Neil, I think always here, um, we are surrounded by people who are, are much smarter than ourselves. And one of those people is our fine host today. Uh, I'll, uh, I'd like to uh, introduce the man who needs no introduction, Ryan Myers. How are you doing? Well, howdy. I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me back. Sorry that we had a like two-year hiatus between seasons of this, but... You know, things happen um, around here, so I wouldn't put that on yourself. But uh, no, thank you for coming back and agreeing to do this. We are super excited. Um, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, maybe set the stage for this year's uh, competition? Okay. Um, I'm still located in Wichita, Kansas, still working for museums and doing trivia in my free time. Um, so nothing too big on that front. Now, as for Bloodsport, um, we're going to keep it easy with the prelims. If you've listened to the previous seasons, you know the formats can get weird, fun, funky, anything like that. We're saving that for later in line. These first rounds are going to be bare bones, simple, 12 questions, different categories. Get an answer in. Simple as that. Just starting off, dipping your toes in the soothing waters of Triviality Lake uh, before throwing you into the storm. Jeff, I'm just going to uh, pop in real quick here. So it's only going to be one of us on each of the episodes, uh, but I'm just here, you know, getting all the body oil ready, getting the weights, the uh, the kettlebells, anything that anyone needs to work out before the episode. But I just wanted to say hello. Thank you for uh, mentioning me earlier in the episode. And it's so nice to see all these beautiful faces, but I'm just going to go into the shadows 
I'm going to get the, the ankle tape, the, the knuckle tape, and uh, just be keeping score of how many body parts I have to clean up. So. All right. Sounds good. All well, right. thanks, the, Neil. The I appreciate it. The analogy isn't getting better the longer it goes, Neil. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. I'm just going to quit while I'm ahead, I think. Put a so. pin on body oil, and I think you've told the story. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Is, it, is well, it too late to just kind of back up into the hedges and disappear? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do right now, like Homer Simpson. I'm going to go right back into the, the shrubbery. Well, so. Speaking of the Simpsons, you're, uh, Neil's going to go over there and uh, start to dig up out of that hole that he put himself in, and <laughs> Uh, we'll get back to our game. There you go. Well, enjoy yourselves, everyone. Um, okay, um, let's start with question number one, folks. Located in Luxor, what is the name of the necropolis that contains the tombs of many ancient Egyptian royals and noblemen, including the tomb of Tutankhamun? All right, I think I have a guess ready to go. Me too. Alrighty, cool. Um, Jay, you were in first, so uh, why don't you take a stab at it? Uh, yeah, sure. And it is very much a stab because only one phrase came to mind. Um, I'm not confident that it's right, but I know that it's associated with what you're talking about, at least. Uh, so I went to Valley of the Kings. And Kenya? I honestly did not know. And so I just said the Great Pyramid of Giza. The correct answer is the Valley of the Kings. Whew, okay. Good job. thought that was more geographic and less architectural, but I'll take it. Yeah. Um, going to question number two. While there are several animals that bear the name Angora, the historic name for the Turkish capital city of Ankara, Angora wool specifically comes from which animal? Okay, uh, Jay, you were in first. Well, yeah, I think that's just because Ken, Kenya is being polite about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's a bunch of Angoras out there, but I think Angora wool, wool traditionally comes from uh, the hair of a goat. And Kenya? Um, I also said a goat. Correct answer is a rabbit. Oh, oh okay. It's gonna okay. be one of those episodes. All right. Rabbit. Yeah, this is, <laughs> I just started off great. Like that whole Mensa plug is already biting me in the you know where. That's awesome. Whenever you see one of those rabbits that's about ninety five percent fluff, it's usually one of those. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that when you say it, it rings a bell. But I wasn't gonna extract it from the brain space mm-hmm. in in a minute. All right. Um, number three. What color is generally ascribed to writing that is overly ornate and distracting, as it seems to be drawing attention to its own flamboyant, extravagant style? All right, I'm in with the wrong answer. I I don't think it will help. I'll, I'm just in also with the wrong answer. <laughs> All right, um, Kenya, what's your wrong answer? My wrong answer is chartreuse. Chartreuse and Jay. I went lavender. <laughs> You should have gone a little more basic. It's purple. It's called pur- oh, purple prose. Oh, I was between the two. Purple prose. So oh, I wow. thought chartreuse was the like the cheese and meat board. That's that, that's <laughs> that's shark coochie. I, I don't know what you're talking. Uh, about. Am yeah, I, am I, oh, okay. I was a little. I was a little off. <laughs> um, sorry. On behalf of colorblind people everywhere, I will be filing an official complaint on that one. Uh, all right, number four. The modern goatee has its roots in and is sometimes named after which Flemish painter who became the main court painter of Charles I of England? All right, Jay, what'd you say? Uh, I think goatees are based on a a similar type of uh, facial hair that I I didn't know where the name came from, but I'm associated in my head with it. It sounds very Dutch. uh, Van Dyke. And Kenya. Um, I just had Flanders. I have nothing else. Stupid, sexy Flanders. Um, <laughs> the correct answer it is Anthony Van Dyke. 
Okay. I would love to see Flanders grow out from the mustache to a full Van Dyke. <laughs> um, that would be the ultimate stupid sexy Flanders. Yes, it would. Um, number five. In addition to his work on medical dramas like ER and House, what actor made his feature film debut alongside Tupac Shakur in the movie Juice? Oh, good, because I, I can picture the actor I want to say, but I can't pull his full name. Uh, I want to say his first name is Eric. But what the heck was his last name? Like, if it if it's the the ER actor that I'm thinking of, um, he played the the really acerbic surgeon, I think. I don't remember him being on House, and that's throwing me a little bit. But, I mean, House went a bunch of seasons that I wasn't necessarily around for. Um it's i feel like it's one of those like two word last names too i could be way off base on this um i don't think i'm gonna pull it in time it's it's eric wrongly anderson why not eric wrongly anderson and kenya i think who you're thinking of is eric lasalle but that's Mm -hmm. not the person i'm guessing i'm guessing omar epps because it is omar epps I didn't remember Omar Epps being on either of the shows, but that name did pop into mind. I'm like, ooh, no, not Omar. Eric. Yeah, Eric. I didn't remember Eric him Lasalle. being I didn't remember being him being on ER, but I knew he was definitely in Juice and on House. He was on the he, third season. He played going. one of the the secondary uh lead characters on House. On House he's, he's one of the main Foreman? characters. He's one yeah, of the main Foreman? characters. Was that Omar Epps? Yeah, okay. He's mm-hmm. Foreman. Mm-hmm. Um hey, question number six. Uh, recorded years ago for live shows only, never released as a single, and then made viral on TikTok until it was properly re-recorded and released as a single, David Guetta's song I'm Good, featuring Bibi Rexa, samples what 1999 dance hit? I'm going to go in with something that I think fits the time frame, but I have no idea if it's right. All right. Uh, Jay, what do you have? Oh, you and me both there, sister. Um, 99 and not being David Guetta, because my head went to like the world is mine, but he wouldn't sample his own work. That's not how that works. Um, 99 got me to, I'm like, okay, so that was around the Latin invasion, um, but that doesn't feel right. It's in the boy band era, but those will feel like dance hits. Let's go with the Venga boys. So I went with We Like to Party. In Kenya? That's not a bad guess. Um, I went with the thong song. Oh my goodness. The correct answer by Eiffel 65 is blue. Dabba D. Uh, I'm blue. Yeah. And you're doing great. <laughs> uh, that's a uh, nice little segue, uh, Jay, because I'll tell you exactly how you're doing. Um, it's a very close game so far. Uh, Jay has a slight lead with uh, two correct to Kenya's one. So wide open. This uh, second half will uh, decide it all. Um, Question number seven, which sign of the Zodiac and fellow constellation is closely tied to Orion? Orion boasted he could kill any animal, was challenged to fight this creature, and was then sent to the stars for his excessive pride. So I, I wish I were better with Zodiac signs. It's just something I was never really interested in. I'm a Pisces, and so I, my brain wanders elsewhere all the time. It's not going to be fish, which is what Pisces is. Uh, I believe Aquarius is like water gatherer. There's like a crab in there and twins. Uh, the only thing I can think of is what is it? Aries with the ram. So I'll just go Aries. Okay. And Jay. This reminds me of a question I think I wrote a year or two ago because there's really good neg bait in it. Uh, and the neg bait would be Leo the lion. Um, but I'm pretty sure this is Scorpio, the scorpion. 
It is Scorpio. You're correct. I would have looked really dumb if I was wrong on that. Hey, I've written questions and missed things about them years after, so I get them. Um, let's move to number eight. Let's talk about business. Founded in 1900 by brothers Augustus, John, and later William, what company adopted the Bulldog as its logo? As their most noted products have blunt-nosed hoods and noted durability. I have the best guess that I'm going to come up with locked in. Okay. Kenya, you can think aloud if you like. Uh, I don't know if it's going to help me. Uh, blunt nails, hoods, noted durability. This could be sweaters. This could be cars. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm going to say Dodge. Dodge and Jay. I, I'm pretty much in the same boat Kenya is. Uh, Dodge, I know, is pretty associated with the Ram, so I went like a step back and thought of something that would have been around at the turn of the century, uh, and that notably may have been named for a surname because you did not include one in your wording, so I went with Chrysler. Oh, uh, you're all on the right track. The correct answer is Mack Trucks. Yeah, my, my third biggest fascination as a stereotypical young boy. Big okay. trucks. Big trucks. Yeah. I wasn't getting that, but if, say, the nine-year-old were here, he probably would have helped me. <laughs> My nine-year-old would not have helped in any form or fashion. It's not a Pokemon or a, a tablet that he gets to stare at all day. So, <laughs> Yeah, kids have it way better these days as far as toys and entertainment so yeah i'm i'm doing parenting right i think both of my children are home currently <laughs> <laughs> and i am thankful for question number nine because we're hitting close to time uh, okay. number nine while he immigrated to and lives in italy tiktok star kabi lamay best known for making fun of overcomplicated and nonsensical life hack videos was born in which west african country oh goodness well kenya what is your guess ghana Ghana and Jay. Uh, my guess is also Ghana. It is Senegal. Oh, that's right. He's Senegalese. Okay. Senegalese. Um, just, let's go to question number 10. Easily the worst Halloween candy. What flavor are those god-awful circus peanut marshmallow abominations? Yeah, I, I, I know dirt's not going to be a valid guess. So um, I'm going to say, I don't know, orange. And Jay? I'm I'm wrong with vanilla, but I'm insulted at the core premise. The color of them is orange, but the flavor is banana. Really? Yes. Okay. Whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> to say it's the styrofoamiest banana I've ever heard of, but all right. It's well, that's because they're just the rejected packing peanuts. Um, number eleven. Before they became best known for their jewelry, in what good? Did Tiffany and Company specialize? First director of the company, Louis Comfort Tiffany, was a renowned artist in this form. I'm locked in. Jay, you can think it aloud if you like. Before you said before they were known for jewelry. Correct. Um, but this is some kind of art form. Uh, okay. Um, it. I'm. I'm thinking it's either Ivory or Scrimshaw. I'm going to say Ivory. And Kenya. Oh. Um. You said form? Yeah, what good or form? Okay. Of I, like because, art. Yeah. yeah, well, my answer was lamps. Uh, and I can take that. It's stained glass, and they did stained glass lamps, too, specifically. So I can take either of those. It's fine. <laughs> That's what mostly what they dealt in. Yeah, stained glass and that. lamps. 
Like it was stained glass lampshades was the thing they really made their nut on. But um, yeah, so that's a point for you. And we'll go to question number 12. Which Tennessee alum has won WNBA MVP twice, two titles with the Sparks, and finals MVP in 2016? She also provides commentary on NBA and NCAA games for TNT and NBA TV. Okay, if I think through this anymore, I'll make myself wronger, so I'm going to say I'm in. All right, Kenya? I'm kicking myself for not studying up on WNBA. I love um, the WNBA. It- with just all of the spare time I have not. Um, hi. I, um, I, I, I don't even know if I'm going to come up with a cromulent answer. I don't, I don't think I will. So I'll just say Swoops. Swoops and Jay. I, the name Sue Storm popped into mind. And if I think through it anymore, I will go farther away, I think, in the timeline. So I'm going to say Sue Storm. You think that well, she was in the Fantastic Four. You're thinking of Sue Bird of the Seattle Storm. <laughs> I um, am. However, it's not the right answer. So you're okay. It's Candace Parker. Oh, oh God. She is from Naperville, Illinois. I should have known that. As is her brother, Anthony. Uh, Jeff, where does that leave us after 12 preliminary questions? All right, so our, our scores remained really tight throughout. Unfortunately for Kenya, uh, she just couldn't stay on the balance beam and fell into that punji pit. Really unexpected reveal at the end there, uh, which makes today uh, today's champion, Jay, uh, with a narrow victory of three correct over two. So congratulations to Jay. That, that I lost the least on this one. Let's put it that way, right, Kenya? <laughs> Congratulations. It's called Bloods, fun sport. Humbling. <laughs> I am disappointed that there were no board game questions. Well, it's, like you know, it's only questions. 12 questions um, that, you know, we have a great wide world out there of things that we need to uh, quiz you all on. But thank you so much uh, for both of you for joining us today. Uh, unfortunately, Kenya, you, you just uh, you just didn't quite make the cut. Um, but, you know, in blood sport, it is life or death. So, all right, Kenya, unfortunately, we, uh, we have to bid you adieu. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say in closing before we uh, let you go? Um, well. You know, this was fun, even though the categories didn't really fall my way this time. And that's just the way it, you know, the cookie crumbles. But I do wish Jay um, all the best. I, I hope that she goes uh, very far in a, in the Bloodsport tournament. That was an awesome game. Thanks again to Ryan for all of his hard work on this season of Bloodsport. I uh, just want to thank all of the competitors uh, who came on, as uh, you are aware. Um, we do this as a, a competition just for our patrons, so huge shout out to all of them. Um, thank them so much for everything that they do for us here at the show. If you're interested in supporting us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast, where you get early access to ad-free episodes. Uh, at certain levels, there's bonus content, and all of that gets unlocked for you. So if you uh, have considered supporting us, uh, we'd appreciate it if you would at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. All right, Ryan, go ahead and hit those showers. We'll see you for game two coming up next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And continuing our trounce through the Midwest North region, we've got two more excellent competitors for the second half of today's episode. I'd like to introduce first and foremost, Brian Peterson de la Cueva, uh, coming to us from St. Paul. How are you doing today? Doing great. Excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm a data analyst here. Got a wife, two lovely kids most of the time, or they're lovely most of the time. I have them all the time and just really <laughs> looking forward to competing. I was, I was, I was expecting it wasn't a Schrodinger's kids situation. So, <laughs> but <laughs> welcome to the show. Really nice to have you. And uh, we also have returning uh, for what I don't know is his numbered appearance. Uh, we have Eric Walling from uh, Parts Unknown, Kansas City. Uh, There's a little contention in the room before we started today, so I'm not going to feel the fire. <laughs> hello, hello again. Good to see everyone. I think it's number four. The this three okay. away from an air conditioning unit, so I think this is the fourth time on. Yeah, um, if you uh, make your tenth appearance, I believe it's the Golden Dalmatian statue. So, um, <laughs> but uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself for those who haven't heard you before? Uh, yeah, Eric Walling. I am uh, from the Missouri side, and me and Ryan can argue about whether or not that's the better side uh, of Kansas City, and a member of the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And unlike my uh, Benchwarmer brethren that played last year, I have not been drinking all morning, so I am ready to go. <laughs> wow, uh, we are coming out swinging, which is great because it, of course, is blood sports, so every competitor needs to be at the top of their game. And uh, without uh, a host, we can't really have a good game, so I'd like to hand it over to Ryan Myers. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be back again after years. <laughs> when we are happy to have you back. Uh, Ryan seemed a little bit flustered uh, a moment ago as the competitors were uh, ripping their shirts off figuratively, getting ready to go. And uh, why don't uh, we just get it started? Question number one. What last name carries a significance in horror movie history, as it is the last name of Marion's lover Sam in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, the beleaguered Dr. Samuel in the Halloween series, and Sidney's boyfriend Billy in Wes Craven's Scream. Oh, um, yeah, this one may be slightly out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock in with a Lucky Johnson. Johnson and Brian? I dimly thought it was Marion Crane from Psycho, but had no uh, insight for the other ones, so Crane is my guess. Her, her, her name is Marion Crane, but the correct answer is Loomis, L-O-O-M-I-S. We're going to go to question number two. Let's talk language. When speaking proper Portuguese, an O at the end of a word makes which sound? So I think it's like an oo sound, like obrigado. Ooh sound. And Eric? I thought it was a sh sound, so I'm going to say sh. Uh, one of you will be getting points. It is an oo sound. So Rio de Janeiro is very wrong. It's Rio de Janeiro, which makes Portuguese sound a lot less pretty, if you ask <laughs> Um Moving on to question number three. 
What specific creature, also the title of an Oscar-winning film, is an important symbol to the city of Perth, Australia? This species is monogamous and shares offspring-rearing duties. The best I can come up with is Cuckoo. Cuckoo and Eric? Uh, I will say a wombat. The correct answer is a black swan. (laughs) Question number four. Which singer's first three number one hits on the U.S. country charts were 1982's Can't Even Get the Blues, 1983's You're the First Time I've Thought About Leaving, and 1984's How Blue? Her three most recent number ones are 2010's Turn on the Radio, 2009's Consider Me Gone, and 2004's Somebody. Between How Blue and Somebody, the singer earned an additional 18 number one hits on the chart. The names I'm coming up with are either too early or too recent. So I think I'll just have to pass on. All right, and Walling? Um, Reba McIntyre? It's Reba for one point. Well done. She's the queen. Um, Let's go to number five. Let's get scientific. The first electric battery that could continuously provide an electric current to a circuit was a, quote, pile invented and named after which physicist? The only physicist I was pulling was uh, Faraday, which I know is more the cage, but Faraday is what I'll answer. Faraday. And Eric? I said uh, Coulomb. Coulomb. Um, the correct answer is Ebenezer Duracell. No, it's actually <laughs> Alessandro Volta. But... <laughs> I was like, Alessandro. wow, really? I feel like I'm no, going to know. <laughs> All right, um, let's go to question six. What is the adjective appropriately used to describe any bread that uses a chemical agent like baking powder to leaven itself instead of a natural or biological agent like yeast or sourdough starter. I knew I should have read more books on baking terminology before <laughs> I came on here. I had focused mostly on uh, figure skating. Um, I will. You know me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I will lock in. All right, Brian. Yeah, I'm again, this is outside my wheelhouse, but, uh, Maybe it's just the flatbreads. So. And uh, Walling? I just said unleavened. <laughs> no, if they uh, use baking powder, it happens a lot faster. These are called quick breads. Oh. And that's what makes Bloodsport Bloodsport. You can't just rely only on pop culture, <laughs> only on academia to get you there. Um, that takes us halfway through. So can we get a uh, standings update, Jeff? Absolutely can. And um, you thought our competitors were going to be coming out swinging. Turns out it was Ryan. Uh, each uh, of our competitors only got one correct in that first half. So it is a wide open match uh, from here on out. So you guys are going to have to hunker down and, uh, you know, get to it. It's like the scene in the movie where the nerds fight and they're just punching the air and not hitting each other. <laughs> That's what I get um, for saying Missouri was the better side, I guess. That's exceptionally <laughs> metaphorically resonant. It, that's, that's a beautiful phrase. Um, hey, question number seven. Occurring in the eastern United States from around 1890 to 1930, the Battle of Blair Mountain, the Matawan Massacre, the Paint Creek Cabin Creek, and Battle of Everts were a series of, quote, wars waged between detectives, the army, and the National Guard, among others, versus people in which industry? 
I think I was getting close to locking in, so I'm going to say uh, whiskey making. Whiskey making. And Brian? That's going to go with mining. I need you to be more specific. I would say specifically coal miners then. Coal mining is correct specifically, yes. Um, let's go to question number eight. Peter Wright of Scotland, Gerwin Price of Wales, and Michael Garvin of Michael Van Garvin of the Netherlands are the most recent PDC world champions. What does the D in PDC stand for in this case? I'm gonna guess that this is something like professional darts or something and say darts. And Walling? I said darts. It is absolutely darts. Very well done. Let's go to number nine. In sewing, a stitch used to invisibly sew seams from the outside is named after what useful object? This object is also found in the lyrics to Stevie Wonder's Superstition. So I'm guessing it's, yeah, I'm just trying to play out the lyrics and the only thing I can think of is close. I'm guessing it's not the 13-month-old baby stitch, <laughs> but my guess is looking glass. <laughs> and Wally? Yeah. I said a wall. Uh, it is something to be superstitious about. You don't walk under them. It's a ladder stitch. Let's go with question number 10. What is the term for a person whose job involves the cutting, installing, and removing of glass, such as for windows, doors, mirrors, or display cases? I will, uh, I will say the very literal um, glass cutter. Glass cutter. <laughs> and Brian? Do, do they have a guild too? Um, <laughs> I think it's glazier. It is a glazier, like glazier with an I, so it's fancy in French. But it is, it's a glazier. Yeah, not any relation to Jay, though, of course, Eric, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, those guys are way less into MMA. Um, question 11. With an upcoming 17th season, which Real Housewives series was the first in the ever-expanding franchise? I will go with the one that I think is a thing in, uh, say, Beverly Hills, because I could not name another one. And Walling? I said Orange County. It's Orange mm -hmm. County, right next door to Beverly Hills. That takes us to question number 12. Which crossover compact SUV has been produced by Hyundai since 2004 and takes its name from a city in the United States? It is the automaker's best-selling SUV model. I feel like there's maybe two things that could sort of fit the question, which is why Ryan was saying cruel and little who me shrug tells me that's <laughs> perhaps the case. I think my guess is Santa Fe. Santa Fe and Walling. Yeah, I also said Santa Fe. It is the Hyundai Tucson. Mm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think uh, if you're a real car nut like I am, the um, small crossover, uh, the smaller of the two is the Tucson. I think that was the only real way, if, unless you knew the sales figures, but you'd have to be some kind of real weirdo like me to know that. Um, anyways, this is not about me. This is about our fine competitors. And uh, we do have a winner uh, after all of the uh, scores have been tabulated here. So today, um, with a score of four 
Um, Brian, unfortunately, uh, defeated Eric. So, uh, sorry, I had to throw you a little off there, uh, Eric. Yeah, you only had three correct, um, but what a valiant effort. Who would have ever thought Macaulay Culkin from the sidelines would have thrown the paint can into the back of your head? But um, you just, you never saw it coming and you didn't have a chance. So, uh, yeah. tragic defeat today. <laughs> yeah, my ears were really ringing. And then right after Ryan dropped the tarantula on my chest and then hit me with the <laughs> crowbar, it was just, there's no recovering, honestly. Uh, well, we'll I mean, be seeing. We didn't say uh, you couldn't hire outside help, and Brian hired Macaulay Culkin. I mean. <laughs> well, we'll be seeing Brian in the next round. But before we let you go, Eric, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we bid you adieu? Yeah, I, uh, my my luck with Ryan Myers tournament games has appeared to have run out. So, uh, thank you very much, Ryan, for putting you know questions together. Brian, congratulations, and triviality guys, it's good to see you again. Check out the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast if you really want to learn more about uh, uh, sports and merriment. Uh, us and our umpteen members, including our new member, Leva Ducks, if you listen to the most recent episode. so What an awesome set of games today. Thank you so much to our competitors, Kenya Zarns, Jay Borsum, Eric Walling, and Brian Peterson de la Cueva. So excited to kick off this tournament to see who's going to end up being the final eight competitors that we have going into our Bloodsport tournament. Jay and Brian will be moving on to a subsequent episode to see who's going to be representing the Midwest North bracket. And uh, very much looking forward to that as well. And before we go today, just want to thank our network, Airwave Media. You can check out some of their other awesome shows like Sleepy, subtext and into the impossible by clicking the link in the show notes below or going to directly to airwavemedia.com so that'll wrap up game one this week and thank you so much for listening we're excited to see where the tournament takes us all trivia nerds Brittany here and i host the family road trip trivia podcast with my best friend meredith is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest <laughs> we've got the cure three rounds of awesome trivia every week harry potter disney science sports you name it no more silent car troubles the family road trip trivia podcast connect laugh and learn with your kids big and small <laughs> New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.